You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 47, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. As I'm recording this, Clubhouse has taken our industry by storm. It seems like all anyone is talking about is getting an invite, using it, what rooms they're on, or why they're actively avoiding getting on. If you've been living under a rock and haven't heard of Clubhouse, it's the new social media app that is live audio only. You can be the host of a room, or you can hop in as a listener and be a fly on the wall to hear others talk. And if you're a listener and you have a question or something you'd like to add to the conversation as you listen, you can raise your hand and be pulled up on stage to be part of that actual conversation and get to converse and go back and forth with the host and the moderators in the room. It is iPhone only at the moment, though, so if you haven't heard of it and you're an Android user, sorry about it. I'm sure at some point they'll move over to other platforms, but as I'm recording this, which is back in January, so it's a while before this airs, it's iPhone only. I don't know what that'll look like in the future or when that'll change, but just a quick caveat. Today, I wanted to share some of my thoughts and feelings about the app from the perspective of time management. I'm sharing pros and cons as I see them currently, and then some tips around managing your time well while using the app. I'd love to know your thoughts as well, so head on over to Instagram and share your thoughts on Clubhouse with me. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and let's chat about it. But for now, let's go ahead and dive on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you tired of slow starts to your days? Of feeling like your tasks are scattered all over the place? Of never knowing what to work on and when? Being an entrepreneur is great, but sometimes when we feel overwhelmed by everything on our plates, it can be really easy to start missing the times when we used to have someone tell us what to do and what to work on. Lucky for you, I've got exactly what you need, a batch schedule. I talk a lot about batch schedules and how necessary they are for running a business efficiently and simply. In fact, It's one of the main components in my signature process, the three B's. A batch schedule is that boss telling you what to work on and when once you've got it all set up. I created a Trello template with my entire batch schedule, daily categories, and the tasks that I work on within each category. 
available for you to get your hands on for only $7. You can grab it for yourself at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow. Again, head to amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow to swipe my entire weekly workflow for yourself for just $7. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and simplify your weekly schedule. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this awesome episode. So before I dive into the pros and the cons of Clubhouse as I see them, I just want to take a moment and give you a little tough love. Again, I mean this with all love and respect, and I hope that you'll hear my heart with this, but I see so many people saying, I'm not going to get on Clubhouse. It's just another thing to do. I'm tired of dealing with all these different apps. This is just part of our industry. We see these messages over and over again about how it's so important to have our own website and have our own email list because social media can die any day. Well, new social medias can pop up at any day too. These new apps, it's just part of what we're doing and we're never going to be able to just be complacent and inflexible with our marketing plans. Marketing is always evolving. You look at what marketing looked like in the 80s compared to now. It's completely different and it's going to keep evolving. So if you just cannot fathom dealing with ever-changing marketing and an ever-changing market, you might be in the wrong industry. On the flip side of that, this is all the more reason to batch your content. I talk about this all the time, but this right here is exactly why batching is so important because I batch my content and I'm not constantly in create mode. When Clubhouse got really big and popular and I finally got an invite, I was able to hop on without the overwhelm because I had the mental space and capacity to do so because I'm not constantly in create mode. So this right here is a perfect example of why we should be batching our content so that we can play around with new things and figure them out and then be able to come to our audience and say, well, these are the pros, these are the cons, these are my tips moving forward for this moment. The other side of that though is that you do not have to be on any app, period. If you don't have the time and the mental capacity, great. Just do your thing, do what you're doing. There is nothing wrong with only being on Instagram or only being on Facebook, or only being on LinkedIn. As long as you are showing up and that's where your audience is, if you're showing up on LinkedIn and your whole audience is over on Instagram, well then that's a problem. But you can show up on just LinkedIn if that's where your audience is, and that's perfectly fine. But here's my tip. If you do decide to get on Clubhouse, don't let it stress you out. Don't let FOMO stress you out. Don't get on it just because you feel like you have to. But Right now is a great time to get on it because there's no best practices. There's no best strategy. There's no best bio. Everyone's playing around with it, even those that seem like they know what they're doing. So if you do have the time and the mental capacity, I think it is a great thing to hop on and just play around with. We don't know. It may, I see a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to be gone. It's not going to survive. And maybe that's true. I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. I don't have any predictions for what Clubhouse is going to look like. But I do know that getting to play around with it has led to some different pros. And there are different cons, for sure. Absolutely. With any app, with anything we do. But having the mental space to play around with it without putting that pressure of, I've got to have a strategy, that has been so helpful in getting to know this app and getting to put it into my marketing and getting to put my name and my face out there or (laughs) my voice out there, I guess, really. 
So I just want to touch on that. We're in an ever-changing industry. It just is what it is. Marketing is always going to be changing. And if you're too tired to deal with it, it might be time to reevaluate what you've got on your plate. But I want to move into the pros and the cons as I see them for Clubhouse. So the first pro is that it's great for networking and meeting new people and expanding your reach, obviously. Because everyone is so excited about it, people are spending a lot of time on it and they're hopping in from room to room to room. Personally, I've seen an increase in Instagram followers because it connects straight to your Instagram, which is really great. I've also heard of others getting new clients from it. People are seeing a lot of growth from being on Clubhouse and from being an early adapter. There are also a lot of big names out there that are essentially doing free coaching and there's such a low barrier between everyone on Clubhouse right now. And what I mean by that is sometimes you can go on Instagram and you follow someone with, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of followers. And most likely, you're going to kind of get lost in the shuffle. They're probably not even going to see that you follow them, let alone go look at your profile and follow you back. They're protecting their energy and their time, right, around some of these older platforms that we all know and love. But on Clubhouse, everyone's just kind of following each other. Everyone is just trying to connect, trying to figure out what the best way to use Clubhouse is. Because we're all exploring, there's a much lower wall. And also, just the way Clubhouse works makes it a lower wall by nature because you're able to say, I'm listening and I want to put my hand up and I want to ask you a direct question versus right here on this podcast, you can listen to me, but I can't interact back with you because I'm pre-recording it and I'm putting it up and it's going straight to your phone for you to listen to your convenience. Whereas with Clubhouse, it's live. So you're sitting there and you can have an actual conversation if you get called up on the stage. So that's really great. It's great for connecting with others. It's great for expanding your reach. And there's such a, a low barrier between you and the quote unquote big players. On the flip side of that, there are a lot of cons <laughs> that I see and that I'm not really sure how I feel about it. For example, this need to listen in real time because it's all live. If you pop into a room and you've got someone talking and they're kind of going down a rabbit trail and you don't get pulled in, it's really hard to get focused. And it can be really hard to really glean good stuff from it if you don't listen to the whole thing. Because for example, with this podcast, I try to give you boom, 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 boom. When I make my outline, I've got, okay, I want to put this little cameo at the beginning and then I'm gonna do my pros and then I'm gonna do my cons and then I'm gonna give some time management tips. And I've got this list of four things to go through as quickly as I can in order to give you really good content that you can take and do something with. But Clubhouse isn't like that. You have to listen, it's conversations, it's free flowing, you can kind of be a fly on the wall, but that means that it takes up a lot of time. I've heard people talking about spending like six to eight hours a day on Clubhouse. I've tried hosting my own rooms and frankly, it just takes a lot of time. You're gonna, you sit down to get on Clubhouse and you're probably gonna spend at least an hour minimum on it if you're, going to either host your own room or you plan to listen into someone's room. That's the other side of that is that the other part of that is that rooms can be open forever. And I think it, the beginning or maybe even still, I'm not totally sure, but I think there are a lot of people who that was kind of like their goal was to keep their room running for as long as they could. And you could like tuck people in or something. I don't know. I haven't seen, I don't think that's going to be a trend 
for our industry specifically. I guess I do have a prediction. <laughs> I said I didn't, but I don't think that's going to be a trend for our industry specifically just because frankly, it's really time consuming. And I was talking to someone who had asked me to be in a room with her this week and we end up you know, talking about it for a little bit. And then she came back to me this morning or last night. One of those, I don't know. She got back to me last night and she said, you know, I don't think that I'm going to be able to do it this Thursday. My room yesterday ended up being three and a half hours and I, I got to rethink this. I don't think I can do a room every single day this week. And that right there, in order to get a good conversation going, it kind of has to take a while. And you're constantly resetting the room because people are hopping in and out, in and out. And it just, it can be really time consuming. So to me, that's a huge con. I don't want to spend all my time on Clubhouse. I like on Instagram that I can hop in and get quick dopamine hits basically and see some stories and see some posts and then hop back out. Another thing with Clubhouse that I don't love is the lack of being able to communicate and connect on Clubhouse. So I like that they link straight to your Instagram account. You can put your Instagram and your Twitter and they have specific links for it. That when you put your stuff in your bio, it doesn't do links, just like an Instagram caption. You can put a link in, but it doesn't hyperlink it. But they have buttons to go straight to your Instagram and straight to your Twitter. So you can connect that way, which is nice. But there's no way if someone follows you and you're like, wow, I really want to connect with them, but I'm afraid of getting lost on their Instagram. There's really no way to connect truly one-on-one. -on -one. You can't send messages. You can't do any of that stuff. So that to me is a con because I can't really connect. And frankly, if I'm running a room and people are hopping up on stage and asking questions, I want to connect with those people. But if they don't go follow me on Instagram or I don't go follow them on Instagram, we don't connect there there's a connectivity piece missing. So I don't love that. There's no way to message. And along with that, if you're running a, a solo room, like you don't have any other moderators or co-host or anything, it can be kind of strange because there's zero feedback from the audience. Whereas Instagram, if you do a live or something, you can leave comments and reactions. Facebook, you've got all the reactions and comments. Pretty much anything you're doing that's live, you get feedback. Just like if you were speaking in person, you look for people nodding their heads. You want to make sure that your audience is getting it and it's clicking. But with Clubhouse, the only way to interact is if someone raises their hand to come on stage. But if everyone just wants to be a fly on the wall, that makes it really hard to know if what you're saying is landing, if you need to elaborate on something, and it can just kind of feel like dead space. So I don't love that either. And then of course there are the inclusivity concerns, right? There's no transcriptions. You can't download to replay later. You can't, no one can read lips because it's just audio. Part of me loves the fact that it's audio only and that you can, you know, you don't have to get cute. You can just get on and do it and you don't have to get ready for the day. But also, they just come, that comes from such a place of privilege, right? So the inclusivity also is a huge concern. I don't know what they can do about it without drastically changing what the app is, which I think is why a lot of people are predicting that this won't last and it could just be a fad. So to recap, pros, it's great for networking. It's great for expanding your reach. You can hop on stage and talk to some of these big names because there's a low barrier of entry and it does link right to your Instagram so you can continue these conversations. But on the flip side of that, I, there are a lot of cons, I think. The need to listen in real time, the rooms can last forever if you're in the middle of a conversation. 
the inclusivity concerns and just the, the lack of feedback really gets me. So those are my pros, some of my cons. I'm sure the more I use Clubhouse, I'll come up with more and more. But I want to jump into time management tips for using Clubhouse because, again, I've heard so many people say, yeah, I'm spending like six to eight hours on Clubhouse a day. And they're excited about it because they're excited about Clubhouse. But that's not sustainable. And how can you get any work done? I think here's my first tip. Don't try to multitask with Clubhouse. Don't try to have it running in the background as you are working because you multitasking is not a thing. You're task switching. It's not possible. I could do a whole episode on multitasking and why that's just not a good move. But take it from me, that's not something you want to have playing in the background as you're trying to get work done. Maybe if you're doing admin work that takes no brain power and you're like, file management, dragging pictures into the right folders or something like that, that could work. But if you're trying to do anything else, that's going to be just a bad plan. So don't do that. The next tip I have, if you find yourself getting sucked into Clubhouse, and again, this goes for any app, but specifically if you find yourself getting sucked into Clubhouse, turn off your notifications. The thing with Clubhouse right now is that it's iPhone only, right? So you have to have it on your phone. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I've taken all social media, all business stuff off my phone. In order to get Clubhouse, I had to put Clubhouse on my phone. So right away, I turned off notifications to Clubhouse. I don't want to see when I get new followers. I don't want to see when a new room has opened. One of the features of Clubhouse is that people can ping you and basically say, hey, I think you'd like this room. Well, what a lot of people are doing is even if you're not active and it shows who's active and who's not, they ping you in the hopes that a notification will pop up on your phone and you'll hop in. Turn your notifications off so that you don't get distracted and then pay attention. Get on a couple times a day if you want to. Pay attention to the rooms you really wanna listen to and put those in your planner. Set aside time for them if it's something you really wanna hear. But don't just get sucked in because a notification popped up. And then the other thing that I would suggest is that, again, set aside time for listening, but maybe do it like, If you typically listen to podcasts when you go on a walk or you typically listen to a podcast when you go sit in car line, you could swap Clubhouse for a podcast because it's still audio and you can do all these, some of these other tasks. Some multitasking is okay, but anything that needs your brain capacity won't work. So swap it intentionally with other things that you could have been doing. So maybe while you're cooking dinner or going on a walk or in car line, anytime you would have listened to a podcast, that'd be a good time to do Clubhouse. And then the last time management tip probably doesn't sound like time management, but do not worry about a strategy and about needing to do X amount of rooms a week or anything like that right now. Be really flexible with yourself. Do your main work. Stick to your normal patterns and routines. And then if you've got some extra time, do an impromptu room. You can schedule them out in advance. But honestly, most of the time, I'm just opening Clubhouse when I have a free moment and saying, hmm, who's on right now? What is there anything that looks good? So there's nothing wrong with doing impromptu rooms, especially right now, because there's no rules. There's no best practices. So don't feel like you need to do any certain specific thing right now and just go with the flow. Don't let it take up all your time and attention and don't let it be something that stresses you out and takes up a ton of your mental capacity. So just to recap those time management tips, turn off your notifications, swap it for other listening time, set aside time specifically to be on Clubhouse 
And don't worry about a strategy and needing to follow the best practices. Just let it flow and do what you need to do. So this week's action step is to connect with me over on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, I'm at Amanda Warfield. I would love to connect with you and follow you and see what rooms you're in. Hop into your rooms and really get to chat with you. Again, I'm not on all the time and I don't have my notifications on, but I do get on a couple of times probably a week at this point. And I would just like to connect with you there. If we haven't connected on Instagram, we should connect over there too. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield there. But I'd love to connect with you on Clubhouse at time of recording this. So I make no promises, but at the time of recording this, I do have a couple invites. So if you have an iPhone and you want to connect, shoot me a message and I'll see if I have any more invites for you. And then this week's book recommendation is the Bridgerton series, which I don't think is the official title, but if you search Bridgerton series, you'll find it. And I'll also link to the very first book in the show notes, but the Bridgerton series by Julia Quinn, you've probably seen that it's a show on Netflix and the show's okay. The books are much better. So I highly recommend you go check those out. I've only read the first three and I think they're like eight or 10 or something like that. And the library doesn't have the fourth one, has all the rest, but not the fourth. So I'm kind of at a a standstill with that, but highly recommend. And again, I will link the very first one in the show notes if you want to check it out yourself. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope that you have enjoyed getting my thoughts on Clubhouse, what I think the pros and the cons are. I feel like I named a lot of cons and I don't take any of them back. But again, I still think it's something worth exploring and worth playing around with while there aren't any best practices and while there's no pressure and no stress and no, if I get on, I've got to have this strategy and do all these things. I do think it's worth checking out if you do have an iPhone and you can get on, but I don't think it's worth you spending all your time and mental energy on. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. This was a little different. I don't tend to to talk about things like this on here, but I just thought it needed to be said because all anyone is talking about right now is Clubhouse. So again, I hope you enjoyed. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.